When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Old New Borrowed Blue, uh, a Blue Room show about your favorite things about Everton. Each week, I have a guest on, and I ask them old, favorite former player, new, favorite current player, borrowed, favorite loan player, because we've had enough of those in the past, and Blue, just the favorite Evertonian. Uh, joining me this week is Dave Downey, the man who kicked it all off at the Blue Room. Dave, we will get straight back into it. Who's your favorite former player? Who's your old for this? Um, I, I think I've mentioned this uh, quite a bit, only because we got to meet him in person and he come and did a lot with us uh, um, at the Blue Room. It's Andre Kinchelski. And, and, you know, I'm glad that I'm first to do this because I don't think I'll be the only person who says that, to be honest with you. Um, but I was eight years old when he signed for us, um, which most people will think that's I'm just lying, given what I look like. <laughs> um, given what I look like, I'm about 65. Um yeah, and when, when he came to us, um, you know, when you get really giddy when you start put, supporting a new club, I say a new club, when you start supporting your club, the, I think your dad feels really proud that you've started supporting properly and you're getting properly into football. Um, and obviously I remember watching the cup final in 95 and then he came to us after that. I don't I don't think he played in 95 for them, did he? I'm not too sure. Um... I can't remember actually. No, I just remember Cantona missed it, didn't he? Because he was suspended because of the Fair volley and the fella that, um, yeah, but just, just uh, on that, uh, like, yeah, just on that when he signed. I was thinking about this when you said, and it was one of those where I think he was, he was one of the players and like I'd say, what the first great United side of the 90s for me, that one mm. that he was in. Um, and can you sort of say what the equivalent would be today because? To sign for where Everton were, although they were FA Cup winners, we finished 16. We were relegation fodder in the Premier League. We just were at that point. So to sign a player from the champions, us being Everton, what would you say the equivalent maybe was today? Probably us being Everton now signing a know, someone from Man City, maybe. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question, really, because he was that good. I think I've heard um Sir Alex Ferguson mentioned him a hell of a lot. I've heard many of their players at the time mention him a hell of a lot. Give him, he was, I mean, he was rapid. He was yeah. absolutely rapid, but he had every other point of a game that you want from 
same midfielder. Um, he was he was electric, even at his worst, and you know probably go on in a second to when he ended up leaving, which I actually started crying when he ended up leaving. Uh, I think I did inf- Infamous cup game against Sheffield Wednesday when uh, he let Chris he, he missed the ball from Chris Waddle, didn't he? he, he oh yeah, it was uh, Bradford. Sonny had Bradford and he yeah. loops it over uh, Southall, was it? At the time. Southall was still in then, yeah. And to put them, to put us out and then that was it, really. It looked like he was out of uh, interest to us for a certain amount of time. But yeah, that, that's an excellent point, really, who you who you compare him to. I don't know if I'll get slated for this, but I think modern-day type of play, you'd look at somebody like Jack Grealish or who City have got these days, uh, Doku, who looks, looks outstanding, where he's yeah. happy to pick the ball up deep. Um, he'll sprint down the line and, and cut inside. I think Kanchelskis was probably right along those um, those sorts of things. So yeah, that, that was my thought. I think Grealish in profile, certainly, because he was that, that high-profile player. Yeah, Doku in the way he plays. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. But I think I think these days it's more it's more of a common trait that you get in players that what he did, but he looked very revolutionary when he played, particularly when he came to us. At United, I don't think he was ever going to be considered as their best player. I think if you were to ask a United fan, I don't think they they put him up there as you know a, 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 either a Champions League standard player, maybe a Champions League standard player, but certainly you weren't bothered about him too much for winning the title. He didn't require him too much. But I think you know, looking on as someone who doesn't support Man United, you'd still you'd still really appreciate him given what we were like back in that day mm. um, with with. You know, win, winning the cup as well. It was a really interesting way we were able to get him. And if you read his book, I don't, I'd implore anybody to read his book. It's absolutely brilliant. And he talks about that he was on the verge of signing for Middlesbrough. Yeah. To the to the point where he was there and um, ready to sign, and then we came in for him. And I, I think he, he he sort of he sort of says that he comes to Everton because obviously he's living in and around the northwest, so it was much easier for him to come to Everton. We were throwing in the same amount of money. As Middlesbrough did, so it was like Alex Ferguson didn't really care about it as long as he got the same amount of money. So it was like, okay, fair enough. Do you want to go there? I also think as well at the time. I mean, we had to keep saying it, but we had one of my biggest honors interviewing him. Me and Matt did. You, you, you do get a feeling that he embraced the club as soon as he came, and I think that's a rarity, certain for a foreign player at the time. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll know that as much as me, like supporting Everton from an earlier period. Foreign players weren't as um, as common as what you used to see, and and he's the type of thing that revolutionised that in, in those mm. mid nineties. But yeah, I mean, when when he, when he first came, I think the the first match I seen him, we were playing Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I don't, I think it was a Tuesday night, Wednesday night at Goodison, and um, he scored two goals. We went two 0 down because of Mark Bright. He said he scored a couple of goals. We went two 0 down at half time. So I was sat next to my dad, and I was like, "Yeah, we, we're not going to win this, are we, Dad?" You know, I said. As a young lad thinking, yeah, I'm going to start crying in a minute because you're being crap. Where's Kanchelskis? I'm sure he come on off the bench, actually. And obviously played on the right side and he ripped he ripped Sheffield Wednesday apart and we ended up drawing the game 2-2. He scored both. And you, you know that when, when you're younger as a fan and you get that, I suppose it's naivety, but it's also a romantic way of starting your sort of journey with a football fan. I remember looking at him every single time and the the physicality of him. He he didn't move like other players did. The way he did, he, he didn't he didn't exactly attack us with, with a certain amount of swagger. But when he got the ball, it was head down, sprint around whoever's in front of me. 
decent cross, cut inside shot. Um, and I think it was 96, 97 when he was... Uh, no, it wasn't. It was when we ended up finishing just behind Arsenal to qualify for Europe. We finished sixth, I think. We finished sixth, they finished fifth. We had a, That's when um, the Premier League had a place taken off it because Spurs and Wimbledon had fielded um, weakened sides in the newly formed Inter-Toto Cup. Rest in peace. So, you know, that's, another European yeah. bound for the top. He's there. No fault of our own. Well, I'm going to test you because, you know, you were, saying, you were saying you needed to do research on this. I think he either scored 16 or 18 goals in that season. And that, that was when I thought, you know, how have Everton got to this standard with a player like this? Yeah. Um, thought he wouldn't stay for as long at the time. Which is ironically what I think about good players it was these days. But, yeah, he was... Um, he, he, I fell in love with football just because of him. And um, I'll always treasure him. And when we got to interview him as well, obviously his English isn't completely great. But um, yeah, me and Matt interviewing him in the in the tower. I don't even know how he ended up coming up. And we were like, how on earth is this Andre Kilskis? <laughs> but yeah, he, sorry, go on. That's, I was going to say, that's probably how Joe Royal felt in 95, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly, when he walked into the room. But yeah, he's, um, he's someone who'll always be in my heart as, yeah. as the, the main player that started me with Everton early and fallen in love with him. And, and I don't think... I could, I could really think by memory from then, and I'll go on to that with, um, with with the different questions you've got here. But yeah, I don't think I've ever been that sort of feeling towards a player. I think you know we've had the great one. I say great with Kaku signing a permanent deal. I was buzzing about all that sort of thing. Doesn't even get close to what it was getting Kanchelskis back then. Yeah, I think anyone who was around then and saw him. Um, would feel exactly the same. One more frustration from me about his signing, it was really massively delayed. I expect this is touched upon in the autobiography, but for me, he missed the um, he missed the cutoff for the European campaign, didn't he? So I think we got beat 1-0 by Feyenoord. Um, yeah. 0-0 at home, he beat us 1-0 away. Had he played in those games, we'd have beaten them without a doubt. And it, it, you just think, you know, the momentum that could have given us in Europe for that European campaign, just... Just another little frustration there. Well, the, the, the other ironic thing was he he done his leg in when he first signed. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he came in and remember him playing in the first game in August. I think it was obviously just as we got him. And at that time as well, I think you see it more often these days. I don't know what you think about this. I've never really thought in, in talking about it. When players come in and wear a, a T-shirt, like the T-shirt version, the short sleeve version of the, uh, of the kit, and he, it was the first time I ever saw him when he first started, and he wore a short sleeve top. I can't remember him ever doing that again no. for us. It always he, felt like it was always long sleeves. Always long sleeves, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't even look the same as what he did. But then when he did his leg in, I was like, "When am I ever? When are we ever going to see this sort of prodigy who's done so good at Man United? He's won leagues. I think he was our record signer when we got him in initially. Um, yeah, there was there's such an emotional. An emotional feeling I have towards him, and then, like I said to you, it was it was it was horrible way, the way it ended. Yeah, I think we spoke about the Bra- the Bradford game in the FA Cup, and they would leave below. I think maybe you said so, the maybe, maybe even two. And yeah, he gave the way to Chris Waddle, and and at that time, Les, I think that many people were not not sort of having an opinion that they thought he was going to go immediately. It did feel that way, though. I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not saying he down tools, <clears> but there was a, there was a feeling there. That's it for us, and then he went. Obviously, went to Fiorentina quite quickly. Yeah, I think the I think that was sort of 
a symptom of the whole feeling around the club at that point. Yeah. So we left not long after. It felt like, and again, it you know, it's, it's the sliding doors thing with, with not qualifying for Europe that season. Yeah. It felt like, had we done that, we could have kicked on. But that season then, the wheels really did feel like they were coming off. You know, we went out to Bradford. Uh, I said, Joe Royal left not long after. Yeah. Suddenly we find ourselves like, you know, in that position again. And within a year, we're fighting relegation on the last day. So yeah. we don't do things by halves, do we? Um, let's move it on to, to the current day then. Um, again, the Toffees feel like we're in a very similar situation to where we were in the late 90s. Um, who's your favourite current player in that squad? It's nice, actually. It's just nice that we can have a favourite current player now, isn't it? Because I think we were calling them a gang of shit bags about 12 months ago. So. I was going to say, mate, you go just, just over a year ago. I don't think it'd be easy to answer this question. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, I don't think I'd be the, be the first person to say this. In fact, I was going to ask you before we started this, what you're going to do when like a lot of people will have a similar view on uh, I, I certainly think some people will say Kinchelskis, just as a guess. I think some people will say the, the man I'm going to say now. I don't think the uh, third one that I've got, I don't, I'm not too sure too many go for that. But anyway, we'll crack, crack on. Um, mine is Jared Branthwaite. And I was doing a piece with a, a Manchester City journal um, the other day. And he was asking about who who makes the difference for Everton. And I said it was him. Now, I, I think people with that question in mind would, would certainly not think of him immediately. They'd talk about him, how good he is as a centre-back. Yeah. But um, what he did immediately as well, which I think a lot of City fans do and a lot of our fans do, is compare him to John Stones. I, I don't think he's anything like John Stones in many ways. I agree. But obviously, the obvious things are there is age, yeah, his sort of profile. He can he can use the ball, and um, those are the sort of things John Stones can do. He doesn't strike me as a player who's going to pick it up at centre back and start running up to, into midfield. I mean, it's even like they play John Stones near the midfield these days, sort of a, yeah. that six sort of role at times. Um, but with with Brantwaite, I actually think the rarity that we have with him is we let him go on loan somewhere to start. You know him finding what his trade was and he come back and he hit the ground running straight away. He wasn't included in the side on purpose because uh, which one it was it Michael Keane that was injured at the time. He came in. We knew you knew bits and pieces of him before he went over to PSV for the loan. But this lad, um I'm gonna might get I might get slated for this less. I don't think he's gonna be long at, at at our club uh, unless we make Europe like you said there similarly to Kanchelskis. His, um, his style of play is, is a rarity, I think. It's mm-hmm. not often you get a six foot four, six foot five centre back who can move with the ball and who is lightning quick. I mean, he is a rapid. If you yeah. watch him against that, that that Fulham game, and you've got like a, a Wobie who's quick, as we know, Willian for them, um, Wilson for them, really quick lads. You can he, he sprinted past them to win the ball back and. That that sort of thing. Whenever we had that, you know, it's a it's a. I can't think of anybody like that. Along maybe Jackie Elker, he was he was quite pacey, but not as fast as him. And I, and when he watches, when when I watch him, again, really rare to see an, an Everton defender who you think we've got a decent chance here of keeping a clean sheet because him alongside Tarkovsky, which I think is a big help as well to have Tarkovsky alongside him. He's uh, he, he's he's he's. he's He's a rarity. He's a real rarity because of what also what he can do. But somebody who's so comfortable on the ball as well, he picks it up. 
And then, of course, we've seen him play as a top-class left-back as well because Mikhailenko was injured. <laughs> so he's got he's, he's the full package. And sadly, yeah. I don't think he's going to be longer than us unless we magically become a Champions League side. Yeah, I think anyone with a bit of realism will think he's yeah he's, he's probably going to be one of the next to go. We, we will get big money for him, as you say. He's you know he's got everything. Don't want to go overboard here, and it might sound overboard, but hear me out. When you when you describe him there, um, big lad, quick, loves yeah. to tackle, left footed. I'm thinking Kevin Rackworth there. That's exactly what Kevin Rackworth was. Really? Um, yeah. So it, his big thing was his pace. So him and Ian yeah. Rush used to have like. They had this big rivalry because they were both fast as fuck, basically. Um, and yeah, Kevin Rackett's a big thing with him was his pace and he was left footed. Um, so it's you know, it's very much like that, and you, you can't underestimate the rarity of a really good left footed centre back. It brings that balance, doesn't it? So you've got Tarkovsky playing on the right, bit older, more experienced, does all the hard work, the headers and that. You know, he's all right on the ball, but then you've got Brown going next to him, left footed, quick. Good on the ball, does all the hard work himself. That's a really good centre back pairing. Well, the other side of things as well is getting him in because come well, come from Carlisle, didn't he? He'd only played nine games for them. Really? Nine. I mean, you know, you can you can you can go as far as being cynical to say it was uh, it was jammy that we got someone in who's that good. Um, I don't I don't get the impression that we were sending down a lot of scouts thinking, yeah, this player is going to be a world class centre back. Yeah, I think that's more by accident than it is by creation. Do you remember his debut? Who was it against? Wolves. He, he balls up in like the first 30 seconds of playing forever and we conceded. So what I was that year, season before last, is it? That would have been around 2020, something like that. So it would have been um, COVID, yeah? Could have been, yeah. I think, I think it was. Or just before or something. But yeah, very first thing he did in a game, messed up and Wolves scored. But, you, but obviously that, that also reflects less on, on what he's got about him to be able to overcome that at the age which would have been what Yeah, he'd come on a sub, yeah. Yeah, um, to be able to do that. I, I don't know, I suppose, quite ironic for many players who, who made their way during COVID times and you haven't got a lot of fellas around you booing you all over the place. <laughs> yeah. or, or, you know, that, that's what the pressure you'd be on wherever you were. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it's a bit of tinge of, of regret here because... I don't think he stays at Everton long. No. I was lucky enough to see his only goal for Everton so far as well. Uh, I didn't even know he'd scored. That one-all drawdown at Chelsea. Probably Benitez. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good away end that as well. It was, uh... He seems, his attitude as well. Just one thing I wanted to add to him. Les, seems a quiet lad. Seen him yeah. interviewed a couple of times. Seems to have the personality that will really kick on in here. You've seen him thrown in the England squad with Southgate always seems to be sitting in the main stand and I take it he's the main player he's going to be coming to Goodison to watch. Not so much he needs to watch much of Pickford because he's the England number one. Doesn't need to sit there and watch how well he plays. Yeah. I think he's the main lad he's going to be looking at when he comes to any of our matches. Um, and I could certainly see him going to the Euros in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. He well deserved as well. Uh, yeah. Just before his £125 million move to Man City. Uh, right on that bombshell, we will <laughs> to your next one. So, Borrowed, this is your favourite loan player. Um, who's that then? Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Mine again is one that I think. I don't know. You, you can answer that this question. Whether you think it'll be a popular, a popular call from many of the others who are doing this show? I think it will. But I, I'd completely forgotten that he was on. Yeah. Loan, to be honest, that he initially came on low. Yeah. yeah, and it was that. It was that magical first season when uh, when Martinez came in and we thought we were invincible. And I, you know, I gave the- him some stick, but he did. He did very little wrong that first summer and that first season. Did he? Everything went right. Really. Yeah. I think he I was looking at it. He came in at 31 or 32. Obviously, I'll say his name first. It's, it's Gareth Barry. <laughs> I, I've chosen. And he came in on the day when, you know, everyone come out with that meme of, do you want to come in on loan, lad? Yeah. Um, and it was him, Kaku and McCarthy came in last day. Um, and I thought, you're getting in You're getting in somebody who's steady, Eddie. Um City didn't want him. You look, you, you well to say City doesn't want him. A bit of an insult, really. But City were happy to let him go, yeah. given what they were doing. In sort of, they wouldn't start winning trophies. They were more than happy to go in with somebody else. It was that more of a creation. I think it was with was it Man- Mancini who's still there. I think it was him or he was yeah, was yeah, it, it was him or Pellegrini. I think it was yeah. uh, Mancini anyway. And you you've got to a point where you're getting. A really experienced player. I remember actually watching watching him at Aston Villa in his younger years, and he plays as a left back back then. He was the captain too, yeah. And I looked at—he's a big lad as well. And I think not enough people give him the credit of that, or it's certainly something you don't look at immediately. He was a big lad, um, particularly at left back at City at Villa for years. They all loved him and adored him. And then for him to leave there was a bit of a, a surprise. He ended up at City, which they, they were the. Um, that was when Sven was there, I think, when he went there. And that, that year, City just started signing a ridiculous amount yeah. of players. Well, just, just before that, Liverpool were, like, mad. Big in for him. That was like, it. There was a massive argument between uh, Xabi Alonso and yeah. him coming in. Yeah. And I think Benitez, when he was there, was fuming that he didn't get Gareth Barry. But then, obviously, when Xabi Alonso goes in there, we have to admittedly... Don't want to talk too much about it, but the lad turned, turned into a world class player, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but with Gareth Barry coming in, I thought you you bringing in somebody you 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 just want somebody who can receive the ball from at the back, and it it become quite clear quite quickly why Martinez brought him in because he was happily as a ball carrying uh, midfield player who could play anywhere in that six or even even like a four role in the side when he came in. Um, he'd happily received the ball from the back. It, I mean, it'd, be, it'd become a bit of a cliche, didn't it, with with Everton under Martinez? And he just looked so calm on the ball. Um, the, the reference to City, I think there was obviously a lot of that. They had the, the, the most possession in games 
Um, obviously winning winning the title, they won the title by then, hadn't they? With um, that ridiculous goal yeah. in the last minute from Aguero. Um and when he when he came to us, I think I think a lot of people underrated him. Um certainly because we got Lukaku at the time as well. Um then he came in and he seemed to be the way in which when we got a goal kick, it always seemed to be him who, who collected the ball. And he looked for a pass anywhere in front of him, anywhere either either way. And it, it takes a lot of that position when you think about it. Like there's a lot of responsibility yeah. to that. And he seemed cool as it gets when he when he received the ball. Happy to jog forward a little bit too. He's he was ideal for what Martinez wanted. And you know, that, that particular season, that that's the season that got us all really giddy again, didn't it? And you know, yeah. we're gonna go on and get into <laughs> Champions League after infamously uh, Ken Wright says that when you see Martinez sitting there. Martin and sweating. Saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gone. What did you say that for me? It certainly wasn't spoken about before they did that press, and it was uh, it was pretty obvious that that didn't happen. But yeah, Gareth, Gareth Barry to me um, epitomised that great first year. Epitomised yeah. what we tried to play like, and um, I, I always felt a little bit of same regret. I'd have loved him three or four years before that. Yeah, I think for me, he's one of those players who you don't really appreciate until he plays for your club. Mm-hmm. So as you say, he was that sort of steady Eddie, wasn't he? You know, you could give him the ball, he'd just knock it easy. Like he'd also like clear up at the back as well. You know, we had a famously one of the first things he did with that tackle on Samuel Leto in the Chelsea game. That's uh, right, yeah. Which was he'd be, I mean, he'd be anyone, his best mate when he came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if anyone hasn't seen that, I mean I don't know, I am sure everyone has, but uh, go back and have a look at it because it, it it just gets better every time you see it. It was ridiculous. It was a nailed on goal for Samuel yeah. Leto. Um, well, yeah, the other side of that, let's just before we move on with him, um, I think he really helped with how John Stones matured. Yeah, because possessionally, um, like I say, we'd, we'd, we'd have the ball a hell of a lot, certainly a hell of a lot more. I'm banging on about it all season, what we do these days, and not have the ball much. But um, obviously, with Martinez, he, I, I get the impression, or certainly he said these things that since he left, haven't he said about keeping the ball um, and, and controlling possession and. Then, then attacking from positions where you had the ball longer, some of that become really annoying, didn't it? You know, you look at yeah. second and third year when we finished eleventh, that was really, really interesting, irritating. But Gareth Barry was there; he certainly wasn't somebody you blame about that. No, not at all. No, he was, as you say, he was he was perfect for that role, and it's yeah, it's something Martin should have built on. But as he sort of got his claws more and more into the team, it just got worse. Anyway, we will move on that little download onto your final one uh, this is the blue category so just your, your, one of your favourite Evertonians yeah um, I, I was looking at this when you when um, you first invented the show we're doing now um, and it surprised me how many blue fans are out there certainly many that people wouldn't be aware of like Judy Dench I was like yes. I, I, love, I love Judy Dench as an actress I was like but it's because she's the ambassador for I think it's the ambassador for Everton community. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, yeah, which I, I'm, I've no idea why. You know, if that if that's the case, or indeed it's just a myth, we'd have certainly seen it as an Everton in the community. Some sort of thing, you anyway. So. Yeah, um, Jodie Comer was the other one I considered too. Again, for obvious reasons, how amazing she is as an actress. I think that's because her dad still works for the club. Yeah, he's a masseur, uh, isn't he? I think he's what? Sorry, he's a masseur at the club. I think. <laughs> I'm sure, really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think obviously, I don't know if she's like properly a blue and she's come out and said that Goldsmith again. I just think the assumptions there because her dad works in Everton. There, there are loads of the kid, Amanda Holden as well. Um, anyway, so I moved, I moved on to a more sort of sporting, uh, you know, voice who I think is a massive Evertonian because he speaks about it a lot when he's in his sort of uh, in his commentary role these days. And mine is uh, John Parrott. Yeah, John Parrott. Again, I think it'll be a rare choice. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for everyone else who's doing theirs after me and just predicting what they're going to say. But <laughs> <laughs> I certainly don't think it'll be John right Parrott. Yeah. yeah. So with him, obviously a scouser. Um, I love snooker as well, by the way. I don't think, obviously, they'll get much chance, or if any, to, to talk about snooker on any, of shows, out now, Dave, on any of the shows we go, any of the shows we do. And I, I love snooker. I just think there's a... There's a monotony to it. Um, there's a, a steady feeling of playing a sport that I think is, is much more strictly mental than anything else you do. And I love playing it as well. I've always played snooker since I was a young lad. And John Parrott, he, uh, again, I'm going to refer to Bootle, as you always enjoy me doing, Les. <laughs> and uh, it was it, we go and watch him before we went to George Jetty's. <laughs> but he used to do, he won the, um, he won the world title in 92 or 91. Think it probably was ninety one. I don't know if you got it round yet. Um, and that was the only time he won it. But he was a top class uh, world champion. And I think it's not as much as the modern players like George Trump or Ronnie O'Sullivan do these yeah, days. Ninety one, ninety one. Yeah. Um, and you should see the look at him by by then. By the way, he was uh, probably similar to how you look these days, Les. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But it used to happen, uh, well, my dad used to say that anyway, and I think I was just getting around about that age because I was born in 87, so I was only four. Similar to 95 when we won the FA Cup. I'm really getting into snooker because my dad was snooker and pool mad. Um, When I was old enough, I was allowed to go and watch him, obviously in a boozer. Um, And he didn't play much snooker in those days. He was playing pool a lot. But I properly got into snooker, Stephen Hendry years, Jimmy White. Yes. That, that sort of era before O'Sullivan came along and just dominates it like he does to this day. With this day, similar to... I think it's similar to what we've spoken about in the past where modern-day footballers don't really do any sort of media when they've finished. You get, like, Carragher Neville, but you don't... It's not easy to go... Like the thing that's happening with Jack Ilka, you don't see much because <clears throat> they don't need the money. It's yeah. as simple as that. They don't need to continue doing stuff, maybe for fun or charity, but it's not easy for us to give to give somebody a bell and say, listen, mate, can you come on? Certainly in, in the last 10, 15 years, because they don't need to do it. Yeah. John Parrott, though, really friendly guy. I've met him quite a few times. He loves playing golf as well. So I've seen him on the golf course quite a lot. But what I was going to say was with the, the sort of circuit he used to do, he become really popular because he was when he was the world champion. So he used to go on tour to various boozers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In and around. And he'd always bring his trophy with him. And he'd set up like um, just amateur little tournaments and stuff like that. Or you could, I think you could pay to play against them, which is 
Yeah. Who could do that these days? Under like, <laughs> yeah, under like Ronnie O'Sullivan. And um, it was a place called the Coral, the pub where I've seen him. And uh, it became a Riley's, and today it's called something different. Um, and any time I walk in there, I always look over at the table where I watched him play. And you know, when you go into a pub, I say there'd be like about maybe a hundred fellas and women who were standing around watching him play, and he'd play a few trick shots and stuff like that. But because he was a scouser mainly and a world class uh, of what he did, yeah, that that's why I sort of um, fell in love with with that someone in a sport that I really enjoyed playing. And I think you know to. Compared to, a, I was speaking about then, I think it'll be a rarity for anybody else to mention him. And now he does obviously work with the BBC and, well, any channel that covers all of the tournaments these days. And you'd always now and again hear him say, how did Everton get on? Because when the World Championship started, it starts on a Monday. And obviously these days you can play in the night of the week the way we yeah. are. Um, when it's on a Saturday, he always says it live on air, how did Everton get on? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I think he's, a, he's, a, he's someone that's done where we where we're from, really proud at the time, and yeah, he's a really nice guy. If you ever get the chance to meet him, yeah, hundred percent. So I I have sort of met him. Um, you took us back to Brutal, so let me take you back to the nineties. Back, <laughs> um, back to that 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 cup winning um, side of ninety five. Uh, Everton go away as cup holders to Port Vale, nineteen ninety six. Um, John Parrott sat about two rows down from us, and my dad's mate has just eaten a pasty. Balls up a piece of paper and pings it off his head and shouts in off the white. Mate, that's made my day. And you say that, you know, I'm going to ring my dad and say, My dad's not well. I'm going to ring him and say that too. And he'd be absolutely buzzing that you just told that story. That's that's... when um, we drew against Port Vale, didn't we? And then went away to them. And I I remember John Ebrill scored uh, a really good goal after they'd like 30 seconds after they'd scored to make it level. I think we won 3 2 that game. Yeah, he's he's a massive. Oh, no, they knocked us out. They won two one. Did they? In that was Bale, that. Bale knocked us out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we we I think we had a similar game against Stockport around then as well. That we won yeah. three two. I think that's the one. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of the wrong side. There, those those were the days when we could easily go out against any side, like the Tramia one, which becomes so infamous. But yeah, to to, to finish the comments on him, yeah, uh, John Paris, top fella, top blue. Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.